it's suddenly quite a bad year for Goodyear. After a recent blowout, the company lost control and swerved catastrophically left. Its grip on reality seemed lost. And then, at the last moment, thank God, Donald Trump stepped in like an omnipotent orange-haired airbag and saved the day. Details next. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap for buyers here in Australia. Hit me up on the website. Like that. News broke this week, hilariously enough, of course, about a new zero-tolerance dress code on the factory floor at a Goodyear plant in Topeka, Kansas. First asset to leak was this slide from an employee training session obtained by 13WIBW News. This is essentially the Orwellian face of corporate political correctness in 2020. Clothing, hats, face masks, whatever, promoting Black Lives Matter and LGBT pride, totally acceptable. But Blue Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, Make America Great Again, and political statements generally were deemed unacceptable on workplace apparel by Goodyear management. I remain, frankly, shocked that any rational society or large corporation in the free world has an apparent problem with the concept of lives mattering. Black, blue, all, what's the difference? Is this not a proposition at the absolute core of not just equality, but also humanity? All lives matter, surely. Can we all agree on that, at least? Old lives, new lives, the full colour palette of lives, regardless of gender or what you had for breakfast or any other criteria, etc. If we don't build society on the concept of all lives mattering, what have we become? How have we allowed this concept to be weaponized? How is this Goodyear policy going to achieve anything other than to undermine cohesiveness and invite public ridicule? Like, these are the only lives that can matter, okay, from nine to five. We've spelled it out for you. Don't wear that other crap. I mean, please. Goodyear, of course, has not denied that this Orwellian, let's call it, uh, training session took place, but they have issued a weasel word statement also reported by 13WIBW News. Goodyear is committed to fostering an inclusive and respectful workplace where all of our associates can do their best in a spirit of teamwork, which as far as I can see is 24 words from the corporate communications playbook designed mainly to consume airtime without saying anything about the issue in question. Goodyear used to think that lives mattered, like all lives. The Goodyear of the olden days even had a tyre dedicated to the concept of lives actually mattering, plus a fear campaign designed to get you across the line with your wallet open and willing. Like buy these tyres or risk seeing your child in a wheelchair. It's confronting, but I don't see any other interpretation of the unique selling proposition of that advertising campaign. 
This was before seatbelts, of course, when simple but important concepts in society, like lives mattering, were not weaponized by people with hidden agendas. I actually thought this story was a prank, okay, until the audio of the training session leaked as well. Some people may wish to express their views on social justice or inequity or equity issues such as Black Lives Matter or LGBTQ pride on their face covering shirts or wristbands. That will be deemed approved because it complies with zero tolerance stand. However, if any associate wears all blue white lives matter shirts or face covering coverings, that will be not appropriate. This is a factory floor, right? Where dudes and dudettes make tires. What do you think they think when the HR department imposes this kind of policy upon them from upstairs? I think the balanced median view of people in this position and in society generally is that they could not really care less except to the extent of objecting to this stuff being endlessly shoved down their throats in the workplace and on the news. Average people just want to get along and concern themselves with stuff that actually matters, like making ends meet during what has been a very confronting year. At least, that's what I take out of the conversations I routinely have. But then again, perhaps I'm just mixing with the wrong crowd. Most people think all lives matter, and they don't care how you vote or if you identify as a man, a woman, or anyone, or anything else, including a frigging teapot. I have yet to meet anyone who identifies as a teapot, of course, but I do look forward to that in the future. I'd be quite interested in why on that one. Not that there's anything wrong with it, okay? We've certainly come a long way on issues such as this, like when I was a kid, if you seriously thought you were a teapot, if it wasn't a joke, you would have been committed to an institution. So there's that. Most people clearly don't care what you may wear in a factory in Kansas. I know I don't really, but most people are not the 45th president of Retardistan who tweeted, Don't buy Goodyear tires. They announced a ban on MAGA hats. Get better tires for far less. This is what the radical left Democrats do. Two can play the same game and we have to start playing it now. Very creative punctuation there, Mr. President. If I were the leader of the free world and I do have these plans, which are sadly hindered by the zombie virus, I would rise above some issues and this would certainly be one of those. But as an interim step, when I shortly become your next prime mincer, you will be not only allowed to, but issued with one of my fine Make Australia Less Shit hats, as well as a can of my newly developed 2020 FO spray, which is very versatile indeed and has a multitude of uses, even though those two statements are essentially flip sides of the same coin. And I fear that I may be becoming a politician before you right now, just by saying the same thing twice, over and over and over. Anyway. If I were the Donald, I would refrain from comment because my presidential protection vehicle, the so-called beast, might roll on Goodyear tyres, which it actually does. So there's that. And especially as the Donald, who railed against political correctness during his 2016 election campaign, 
is campaigning this year as a warrior of sorts against, quote, left-wing cancel culture, which, of course, seeks to punish or ban people or companies when they do or say things that politically correct people just don't like. In a speech at Mount Rushmore on the 3rd of July, Orange Man 6 said, One of their political weapons is cancel culture, driving people from their jobs, shaming dissenters and demanding total submission from anyone who disagrees. This is the very definition of totalitarianism and it is completely alien to our culture and our values and it has absolutely no place in Retardistan. So, as far as the president is concerned, cancel culture is completely alien to the country's culture and values and therefore totally unacceptable and abhorrent. Except, of course, when it's him advocating for said cancellation. So that's interesting. Rich Kramer, the chairman, president and CEO of Goodyear, clarified the company's position on all of this on August 22nd, which is just last Thursday, by throwing an unnamed employee at the Kansas plant under the bus vis-a-vis accountability for this particular snafu and claiming that the bans were not approved by the real shot callers at Goodyear, you know, upstairs. We have clarified our policy to make it clear associates can express support for law enforcement through apparel at Goodyear facilities. I think what he means is that they can now wear Blue Lives Matter hats, masks and or shirts or jock straps, whatever. Just say what you mean, dude. This is a common CEO miscarriage of expression. You know, expressing support through apparel. It'd be funny if it weren't also tragic and pathetic. <laughs> Thank you, agree. But for balance, I also have to point out that Mr. Kramer might not be motivated by unbridled inclusiveness here. He might just have crunched the numbers on how many tyres his company sells to police departments across the USA, and we wouldn't want them going 100% cancel culture on Goodyear, would we? Also, the refraining from political endorsement by way of apparel, okay, that has now seemingly been downgraded to just a request. We have a long-standing policy that asks associates to refrain from workplace expressions in support of any candidate or political party. But he failed to address whether all lives matter as much as black and, of course, blue ones now, or whether workers could make expressions of this nature via their apparel, amazingly. It seems interesting to me how many companies just get needlessly embroiled in this, what I would consider, commercially dangerous sideshow nonsense. Especially in the USA, which allegedly has the protection of the freedom of speech, enshrined and legally codified in its constitution, unlike Australia. A final suggestion for Mr. Kramer, okay, and an obvious one for you big thinkers up there in the Goodyear boardroom. If you are a tyre company and you're going to have a blowout and veer unexpectedly left on the hyper-woke highway, issue your employees with a uniform and make wearing said uniform mandatory. There's a thought. You're welcome. You would thus sidestep all media scrutiny and public criticism. You would not have to make a long list of things that cannot be worn at work. And you would thus be able to concentrate on, I don't know, 
making tyres? Goodyear issues uniforms to workers is unlikely to lead the nightly news, even on a slow day, right? Mr Kramer needs uniform inspiration, which I don't know how many fashion consultants he has in the boardroom, probably not that many, they're a tyre company. I would point out that Chairman Mao did a damn fine job with his uniforms in the 1950s, if memory serves. They were very popular indeed. Mao Zedong himself so pleased with his uniform and its uptake that he even named it the Mao Suit, which is a catchy name and hardly, like, totally self-indulgent. The Mao Suit even became a counterculture classic in the West in the 1960s and 70s. Wikipedia has an excellent entry on the Mao Suit, if you're interested. Perhaps it's time for the Mao Suit to be, if not the new black, then at least the new blue and yellow. Yes. Perhaps we could adapt in some uh, wide boots for cultural context and historic perspective, continuity, relevance, whatever. I wonder how that would go over with the workers in Kansas. I will join you in eagerly awaiting that PowerPoint being leaked to the press. Yeah.